0: Welcome to episode 94 of the Critical Twits gaming podcast where today we talk about our first proper Malifaux tournament. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Critical Twits. My name's Brian Ennis and I played Guild. In our tournament.
1: Uh, I'm Joe Lewin and I played Arcanists. I'm Colleen Howard and I played
2: Resurrectionists. And I'm Lilith and I played Rob. (laughs) 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 No wait, scratch reverse.
0: We're here to talk about the Troubleshooters tournament that the Critical Twits and Friends attended last week. Yeah. Yeah. Troubleshooters three. Troubleshooters three, yes. Three yes. troubles were shot. Yes. This was a really interesting tournament for us to go to as our first proper tournament.
2: Proper? What's
0: wrong with my house?
3: Yeah, so... Um, other people don't come, so it's just us. Yes. Speak
0: for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's had a very good tournament. <laughs> we, um, we have talked about tournamenting before on the podcast, but we've tournamented... Within our own gaming group, we, we were challenged.
3: Yes, we has succeeded in our challenge. Yes,
0: and so that didn't really count towards the challenge we were set by the Red Jokers, a mm. faux show. Yes, oh, or a I Fox Shocks. <laughs> still love their name. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's good. Um, Critical Twits is hi, people from uh, the future. Yay! Um, yeah, the Australian podcast yeah. um, who I was listening to the other day. Actually, oh. they were talking about. Masters, I should know how to play properly and didn't, mm. so I learned some stuff. So go listen to them at some point, they're quite good. Uh, we guested on them, well, Joe and I did, ooh, a year ago nearly? What? Oh yeah. not that long? Yeah, about a year ago. We eventually got round to uh, taking them up on their offer of, um, well, their challenge of going to yeah. a tournament. Now, Troubleshooters is a fixed master, fixed pool tournament, so we all had to pick a master. We then had to create 70 soulstones worth of models and upgrades that we were going to take along. And then for each game we would pick 45 soulstones worth of stuff to use uh, from that pool. And we were using the new Gaining Grounds 2018 schemes and strategies. It was interesting in the sense that nobody there had really played much GG 2018.
3: Nobody's played that much because it's very, very new. Yeah. yeah. There
2: were a couple of people we bumped into who had played a few games. We had, what, five days between yeah. the launch and. Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 It was quite nice in the sense there were some people there who'd never been to tournaments before, just like us. Mm-hmm. There were some people. There was someone I played who had never played Malafoe before wonderful amazing um, and then there were some people who have played lots and lots of tournaments oh, God, and yes. go to very high ranking events and yeah. there's some sadness in the group it was, wasn't there Colin
1: don't worry I only played 150 games last month okay that's more than I've ever played no, no, that's, you know he played that many tournament games last year oh, that's true
3: which yeah. is yeah more games
2: than than five days, five games a day more games than us combined <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Ever. It was a nice mix, but it meant everyone was kind of on an even playing field, <laughs> to some degree, because... <laughs> Your tournament <laughs> experience is vastly different yeah. it's different to me in college. <laughs> yeah, um, because everyone was starting with new schemes and strategies, everyone was starting fresh, and you had to pick a master that could try to tackle a bit of everything. Yeah. So it wasn't like someone who's very, very good with a certain faction picking exactly the right master, and, you know, we're still kind of learning... GG twenty eighteen.
3: Yes. Yeah, which yeah. was weird. We still just kind of learning who's good at what in general. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: well, from what we've learned, we half of us forgot what rules our
0: models done, the other half forgot rules of the game while we were going. It was, yeah. it was good. So we did have a practice little miniature tournament um, at Rob's. Uh, and so for that, uh, I I decided to take my um, Did my, we? Yeah. yeah Yeah you were there Yeah, <laughs> where, where none of us Played the things We took to the tournament No <laughs> Excellent <laughs> right. Oh that one Yeah, yeah I yeah. didn't take a single Model from that Yeah So I played Dreamer At this tournament uh, The Dreamer that I said I'd paint For the, a weird challenge uh, December painting competition And How'd didn't I paint around? I painted half of one model <laughs> In all of December yeah. And realised that I was completely Out of my comfort zone And so I fell back onto Sonia One of the first Masters I've ever played. Uh, someone that's fairly straightforward. She blows things up and sets them on fire, and that's kind of cool. So that's why I went with Sonia mm. Guild for my uh, for my master.
3: Yeah, I I've always stuck to Arcanists Yes. Um, because I am sticky. Right. Well, no, I just decided to stick to a single faction to stop you spending too much money.
1: Yes. Um, and found the most broken one that ignores all the rules, has its own rules, doesn't want to end their terms because that's you, Joe. Well, yeah, that's how you play these games.
3: Um, so during the during the, the sort of trial tournament, I played Sandeep for the yep. first time. Ever. Oh God, yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. upset everyone yeah. because he's a bit good. But didn't feel I was using enough of his tricks well enough to just try taking it to the actual tournament. So I fell back on trusty old Rasputina, who I have played quite a few. Well, I say quite a few times, five or six times before. But felt comfortable with what she did. Yeah, She's um, quite
0: simple. She blows things up and freezes them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She, she is. The, the ice to Sonya's fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was... That was all right. Felt like a good choice
3: at the time.
0: Yeah. So speaking of ice and fire, we've got fire, we've got ice, and we've got the undead.
1: Yes. Or, mm. in my case, mostly living, because half my crew was living, so that that worked out well for me. Um, I was originally going to take Seamus, who is... Willpower, horror jewel based, just don't, yeah, just don't let anybody activate because mm. I can't bothered to actually play you. I just want to do my own things. However, I when I found out they were doing a painting competition, I just kind of went I'm going
2: to take the stuff that's painted. To
3: clarify, there was a best painted master,
2: yes award at the tournament as well yep. which had to be the master you had picked for the fixed pool yeah you couldn't yeah.
0: just bring someone else along
2: some people did try
0: really yeah. well that's I very was. naughty of them
3: I was actually going <laughs> to enter my Rasputina into that <coughs> um, but I had to take Colin to buy cigarettes and by the time we got back the voting had finished we, we, we did uh, after you managed that, to get your bloody model in well,
1: that's because the guy went oh that's really nice painting and you'd probably win here you go put it in late but by he that time was... most of the voting had been done but yeah um so in the end i took M- Morning, who is one of my favorite characters just because he stabs yeah. things a lot now,
0: i did manage to squeeze in a couple games with sonia just to reacquaint <laughs> myself with her <laughs> didn't i colin <laughs> i uh, would we, know, Brian. you came down my house i i, I did. Gave you. Dr- i think i may have even have fed you some some nibbles and snacks I definitely stroked your hair. You did stroke my um, hair. And I gave you a foot rub. And you responded by murdering my master in the second turn. First activation. When I'm trying to learn what she does again. I... I learnt nothing that game. Yes, I you did.
1: You learnt not to put Sonia close enough for me to go and murder her. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the first time that's happened. No. No. How many
3: times did Sonia die in the
0: tournament?
1: She didn't die
0: once. There you go. You survived every single time. 500 pounds. I just stuck her in the corner of the board.
2: So, before you go, Rob, what did you do? <laughs> practice tournament. I went, right, I'm taking May Fung to the tournament. I'm going to practice. I'll get all this stuff. I even started painting the crew, again, for the weird thing, and didn't finish even the totem. And then Chris turned up, several hours late, having driven over from the deepest, darkest bayou. Yeah. I went, I'm taking May Fung. I went, okay, I'll throw together another crew and grabbed Lilith as my most familiar master and played that for the evening I went, ah, this is kind of fun. Oh, it's not a noobs tournament, Like the top 10th ranked person, the top arcanist, is also playing. Someone I've only played four times is going to be a bad plan. Yeah. I'll go to Lilith. Yes. Never mind the Ten Thunders, never born all the way. So basically, we all got really scared and went back to what we remembered.
0: Yeah, which actually I think was a good idea for a, a tournament where you're playing games under time pressure against people you don't know um, and with objectives you're maybe not 100% familiar with? At wait, least with you know pressure? your crew. I
2: wouldn't know. Well, I... i to tell my opponents. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. on top of that, I also faced Mayfeng twice, so I'm so glad I didn't. Oh, That cool. would have yeah. been dull. Would have been a right fang-off. Scrap markers <laughs> everywhere, Hands of worms. Just...
0: So I thought what we'd do is we'd talk through a little bit of what we took mm-hmm. um, and then have a chat about how the tournament went and how we kind of found the format, the people, etc, etc. Uh, those of you listening, because our podcast has quite a wide reach. We're surprisingly popular in North America and Canada.
2: Excellent. Got End of turn them. five in my first game. Joe and Colin have come over to see how I'm doing and whether I'm finished or not and guy from the table beside leans over and goes, are you Joe from Critical Twist?"
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> out of all of us, I'm the one that gets recognised at tournaments. You do, you do. Consistently.
2: Yeah. Do you have a distinctive voice? There was only one other person at the tournament with your voice. Well, I think I have a very distinctive voice in these podcasts. <laughs> no yeah. one hears you, you're edited out. <laughs> you also there make was, people sleepy. <laughs> there was one other person with my voice. I've never <clears> encountered it before, but I went, what's Joe playing there? He's up, oh, I don't know literally sounded just like you oh my goodness what looked nothing like you it wasn't a real doppelganger
0: or you, you have a throat throat twin I was messing around with different things so I couldn't decide what to uh, take so what did I do Joe
3: um whinged in a Facebook chat a little bit <laughs> that you weren't sure so I went if I was going to take Sonia without knowing what Guild does I would take these things, because I know Brian has the models and they seem like they're Sonya things. Yeah. And Why some not something like with. this 70-cell stone pool? There's a point left if you want to add an upgrade on this. Yeah. So I took
0: a 69-point pool, because I couldn't even be bothered to pick an upgrade for myself. Um, so I took Sonya with her flame walls, um, her counter-spelling. Uh, whatnots, which was very, very useful. But mostly I was aiming to reincarnate, burn a load of soul stones, and then people that died while on fire near her, I turned into more witchling stalkers. Of which I took two in the pool, leaving a model left for summoning purposes. I took the, her totem, which generally is rubbish, but you put it in the thing, so I took it. God's sake, Joe. <laughs> right. Samuel Hopkins, her thematic henchman. I always find he's really brittle, and I whinged at you and went, why did you put him in there? He's really brilliant. He went, he's really good at shooting stuff. Because, so because he can shoot through walls if they're on fire. That yeah. seems dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it's really horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I took Dr. Grimwell. Why did I take Dr. Grimwell, Joe? Uh,
3: Dr. Grimwell, when <laughs> flicking through the models I knew he had, looked like it was quite an interesting model because it ties people in to melee quite well because he's good at stopping people running away. So we knew in our second round we were going to be playing Ply for Information. So running up to someone and going, Haha, I know some stuff. And you now can't leave. And you can't Ply me for Information because I have the thing. Yeah. Um, So nah seemed really good. Uh, He can also move people. So being able to move people out of combat to be shot or whatnot seemed like it might be really handy.
0: Yes. Grimmo's also a witch hunter, so he fits kind of the theme. Um, I took a Guild Outstringer for scheme purposes and because you
3: can emulate the Australian birds that set things on fire
0: yes uh, we won't provide a link because we never remember to do that Straight but, but look it up,
3: it's horrifying
0: yes yeah. there's an Australian bird that starts far- forest you know, fires to cook three, its dinner
3: three, three different
0: types of Australian birds two
3: kites and something else oh,
0: I thought it was like one psychopathic bird that had like a really bad <laughs> time in the nest no, they've
3: no, no, seen <laughs> three different species do it oh shit yeah Australia's <laughs> full of things that want you dead go cool. go there
0: It's um, including
3: the Australians
0: yeah only if you're a backpacker yeah backpacker yes yeah. I took a witchling handler for extra fire purposes and they were reduced because this was using the new errata yeah um, and so there are only seven soul stones now not eight and that seems like a bargain of I course. took some upgrades debt to the guild plant evidence uh, numb to the world is quite fun can't you can choose not to gain conditions from enemy actions yeah, that's, that's really that's good nice. it's almost um, mm. and I took Witch Hunt and then never used it it's the only thing I didn't use all day uh, but I took because um, I'd used them against you Joe and you Colin and they were really really good and they were so good throughout the day and they're my favourite thing in the entire game at the moment uh, Witchling thralls. you're welcome beautiful Witchling thralls. thank you for my Christmas present 2016 <laughs> <laughs> they are so good they are so tough uh, with 12 wounds, impossible to wound, passing all horror jewels. And the thing that I really, really like that they do is if someone drops a scheme marker within four inches of them, they become inexplicably angry and punch things for free. So that was my uh, that was my guild for Somnia.
3: With Rasputina, my upgrades are quite simple. I took both of the new ones, both the ones that make her a little bit quicker with a melee attack and one that allows her to summon because I had a really good idea. I took the Shattered Mirror in every game, because it's kind of mandatory. What does that do? It makes her channeling better, and you don't take the minus one cast, and you can still declare triggers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when one of her triggers is do it again. A couple of Ice Garmin, uh, one for their zero action to make her attacks do more damage, and one to turn into scrap markers to summon... I took a couple of silent ones, because I think the healing's really good, and the cast without a gun means you can clear things out of combat, so you can then channel through it. Yep. Really handy. A couple of ice dancers for scheming, a December acolyte, and then I was umming and ahhing for a long time about my choice of henchmen, because it's nearly always Joss. Yes. Because I like Joss. Joss. Fuck Joss. And no one else does.
0: Colin, why do you say fuck Joss?
3: Why do I
1: say fuck? Yeah. Josh? The thing is, Jesus I'm... Christ, you're actually calling him Joss, not Josh. Yes. That's the best day ever. <laughs> Joss. 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 Um, do you know what? I don't know why, because I've not really had that much trouble with him. I just think he's a Fair enough. <laughs> enough. He looks like a He acts <laughs> g-. <Yaks> like a <laughs> <laughs> Brian, does. Brian. Is a <laughs> with him in the past? <laughs>
3: when, yes. When
0: two chenies
3: <laughs> charged across the board at him and failed. Horribly, to kill it. Yeah, he
0: murdered two teddies on his own.
3: Legitimately murdered two teddies on his because own. Because
0: he ignores all of your defensive stuff, your armour, your hard to wound. He ignores
3: hard to wound defensive and uh, uh, armour, hard to wound hard to kill. The plan was to use Joss to kill an Ice Garmin to get two scrap markers to summon extra stuff, to turn one. I then decided, last minute, because that's how I do tournaments, that... Changing Joss out for Snowstorm was a really good idea, uh, because Snowstorm can push things out of combat and do some other cool stuff, and he's quite good in melee anyway, but um, doesn't make extra scrap markers, so taking the summoning upgrade was dumb, and I should have replaced it for the one that lets me count the Black Joker as the Red Joker. Which you'll hear why later. Um,
0: So does Joss ignore hard to wound? Yeah. So he doesn't ignore... Impossible to win. No, okay. nothing
2: in the gaming, not Which is what Teddy's have. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Oops. Um, get
2: good. <laughs> Colin, pass me that Teddy. I
3: want it. No, <laughs> I want it. Alpha's sad
0: now.
1: Colin, what did you take? I have my list here because I do not remember much. I took Morning with Decaying Aura, which allows. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hate that upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great upgrade. It means that within four inches of McMorning, you cannot heal and you cannot use soul stones to prevent damage. This, coupled with McMorning's obsession with stabbing things, um, makes things fall over. Yeah, it does. Although, yes, it didn't really work because I ended up playing two very high people who who just kind of murdered him to stop that happening. It did work against the second person I played who... Ran in and kind of went. Oh, I'll take. Oh, she's dead. So that that solved that problem. Yeah. Um, I also took moonlighting, um, so that I could raise corpse constructs from models that I killed by poisoning because it's fire expunge isn't it that's the one yes so because why wouldn't you use the six point model yeah
0: so McMorning poisons things loads and then poisons normally a slow drip but expunge lets him do all the damage all at once yeah. like it's kind of like an instant burning thing yeah and literally you... filth yeah. Yeah. yeah and turn
1: you into one of my six point models which I turned a pig into at one point it got a bit weird I remember when you did that to Hoffman early on
2: in yeah.
1: our MFO games yeah he could go fuck himself <laughs> I don't okay. even find him that scary, but, you know... when in Rome. Exactly. Um, your
2: words were, this will be funny.
1: <laughs> and it still is, Rob. <laughs> I also took the zombie chihuahua, his totem, which can still, as a model, go <laughs> screw itself so far, because nothing needs to be that many pieces when you can't... Uh, uh, this is being serious now. I've painted the entire crew... I put down the zombie chihuahua on my Victorian-themed board with its Victorian-themed base, and you can't see it. And I spent two hours painting it, including the eyes on this fucking thing, and you actually can't see it on the board. It's impossible.
0: It's upsetting. (laughs) It is the tiniest model, and it is in what, like... Five
1: six
0: pieces, oh, three, I think yeah, it was five, four yeah. pieces. It oh. che- the, the tail changes in the telling every time, but it's yeah. a ridiculous, it, it's
1: stupid, and you can't see it. I could just put a blank base on and go, There's yeah. my chihuahua, probably sound out more to be fair, mate. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, so I took that because that, although is more of a nuisance, it can make all models nearby take poisoning, so good for dishing it all out. Um, I took Sebastian because. Why wouldn't you, Sebastian? When he—if you activate near him, you take additional damage from poisoning instantly. As instantly. well, instantly. Yeah. So instead of taking one point at the end of your turn, you're taking three points when you activate and three points at the end of the turn. He also took those are not ours, um, which means if you die of being poisoned, which you probably are, um, you turn into a canine remains. So I get more dogs. I took Rafkin as my enforcer. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, who is kind of a mini McMorning just stabs things with lots of poison on and does it very very well he throws flasks at people he does throw flasks at people okay. to give them poisoning and I yes. think he's
2: immune to poison himself
1: he, yes he also heals from poisoning So and he can remove poison from people to heal them so I was poisoning my own stuff and then just using it to heal so he's an all round very good model I took, I'm going to get Brian to say this name Shiaki Shiaki the niece um, A model I've never used before But she removes status effects or, and conditions
0: Or Chia Kai.
1: I just call her the niece
0: The, the, niece,
1: the yeah, niece. niece The niece I took the niece And she plays a flute And, and she's incorporeal And probably not alive Is she alive? Oh she is living Yes She is living So she, oh, I took her for the only reason That she removes statuses and conditions just, just conditions. Just, just wow. Well, you know. Or does, in theory. Or does, or does. yes, we'll get onto that. And then in the rest of my list, I took a Kruligan in case I needed it for schemes and strategies. A flesh construct because they're hard and have 13 wounds. Um, a couple of nurses whose main job is to poison the shit out of everything that gets too close. They cold. upset me. Um, a rotten bell for making things wander over to me so I can then poison them. Um, an Ashigaru, which is a new again a new model I got, which is a undead samurai that pretty much prevents you from charging because although you can, you will take damage immediately from it, so it, it stops people it's charging fun. you. Yeah, it's mean. And the last one, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, is the Kentauri.
0: Yeah, go for
1: it. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, is it, is I mean, it's Kentauri. kentoroi K- K- kentoroi Yeah. That doesn't make sense.
0: Well, it's a centaur. But a, it's, it's got it's, a K at the it's beginning. A, it's a and
1: then centauri. It's got at the end. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I initially am pronounced it Centauri, thinking the, the K. Ken. Kentauroi. Kentauroi. Yeah. Kentauroi. So I took a Kentauroi, or Roy, <laughs> as we call it. <laughs> yeah. Just Roy. Or Ken. <laughs> Pick one. Can I don't you put one, one Ken, one, one, Roy, one Roy, Roy, one something? Tor. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Or Or Yes, uh, who are (laughs) undead cavalry, basically, that can also allow you to move other models. So at one point, McMorning was riding around on a horse. It's nice that they've added
3: things to make the slow... Resilient faction. Really, really quick. Yeah, Yeah,
0: where you end up with fast punk zombies moving 25 inches in a turn and stuff. That was my list. Half of that I never took. (laughs) The other half I took and died immediately. It all went a bit wrong. Oh, it's okay, Colin. And Rob, so Lilith then.
2: Yeah, I went with a Lilith and Nephilim um, pool. Were you trying to groan Nephilim? Groan Nephilim. Nephilim. Grow grown Nephilim. <laughs> yeah. I did take a single Teratot as a scheme runner and I had a bad and sh- um, a Blackblood Shaman in there for healing. Yeah at which point Grow was an option. Yeah. And I did use that in the first game. Yeah. But otherwise it was going to count against me. I've learned not to rely on rapid growth and grow, because it generally doesn't work on you lot. Yes, so I didn't we, it to we don't let employment. it. No. 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 Unless you're Colin. Yeah, so it was a majority Nephilim. I did throw in Bad Juju and, um, and a Waldgeist as well, Yep, purely for the purposes of the last game and throwing um, them into one of the quarters... For the new hours scheme, which is reconnaissance or reconnoitre by any other name. Yes, based on claiming table quarters. Mm-hmm. Yep. My nephilim were barbarossa mature nephilim, black blood shaman, the terratot I mentioned. I did throw in a doppelganger and an illuminator as well, because two of the games relied on resilience. Yes, the illuminated, and I had a cunning plan for the doppelganger in round two, where there was lots of interact actions to win the strategy. Yes. And why wouldn't you take a doppelganger? Because it allows you to cheat. It doesn't cheat, Colin. It you, know that. Cheat,
0: you can cheat the initiative flip with a doppelganger, which I think is exactly. one of the best things in the world. Yes. I, I, I love it. It would I love being at a go first. Yeah, it would have saved
2: my bacon more than once. Because you were playing pigs. <laughs> Upgrade-wise, I listened in on Schemes and Stones. Ah, yes. The yep. Lilith one from 2016, I believe. And... Off the back of that I gave Lilith a pool of Wicked Mistress and Beck and Malifaux, which are two Lilith only ones, and then took Wings of Darkness and Aether Connection, which are leader only neverborn ones that I've never really used before. I like Ether Connection. That's the one that gives you an extra
0: point back when you When you hit flip
2: for Soulstone when you spend a Soulstone to prevent damage, you prevent an extra one. Yes. So you spend one even on the Black Joker. Yeah. And then uh, Wings of Darkness allows you to fly and when you Spend Soulstone to draw two cards, you draw three instead, which I wish I'd remembered which way it was round. But the the <laughs> flying was really useful, given Lilith's ability to ignore Line of Sight for charges and casting actions. Yes, yeah. It became very manoeuvrable.
0: Mm.
2: Uh, yeah, it took Hex Among You, Barbarossa's Nephilim Gladiatus, uh, Nexus of Power, just there as an extra healing when you spend a Soulstone on something other than damage prevention. And two copies of a thousand faces because why wouldn't you? That's two thousand faces. That's a is. lot of faces. And each thousand allows me to switch that upgrade out for any other Neverborn upgrade available yeah. to that
0: model. Just to, to talk about sort of getting there and that kind of thing, the, the tournament took place at Battlefield Hobbies in Daventry.
2: Mm hmm. I had never heard of it either. No, Daventry. Daventry. I've been on the website a few times for Battlefield Hobbies. Yeah. Battlefield Hobbies I'd heard of. Daventry is what I hadn't heard of. You yeah. just thought it was Daves
1: Tree. Well, I thought it was North Northampton, York. and then before that yeah. I thought Nottingham, so near, I was all over it's the It's near
0: Northampton. Northamptonshire.
3: Yeah, so as usual, I herded the geeks into my car, and we drove, yeah. drove to a place.
0: Yeah. What time did it start? We had to be there for um, half nine. The registration half
1: nine round one was
0: scheduled to God. start at 10. Yeah, I think so. It started about
1: quarter past 10 in the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was all right. It's actually, um, fairly good for a 40 person tournament. Fairly good for geeks. Yeah. yeah so sure. 40 people there. Uh, which means twenty three by three tables, and Malifaux is quite scenery intensive. Yes. And one of the things I thought I might get away with taking Sonia was because she's very good at shooting people. And if you've got all those tables to fill up with scenery, I've played some tournaments before where everyone's got like a tree and a hedge, and a, and that's it. The place, a Battlefield Hobbies, is massive. It's and got a, a little shop and loads yeah. of gaming space, and like a it's it's in a industrial park. Yeah. So, Basically, yeah, it's a huge, yeah, great literally. big Yeah, you know, it just yeah. is,
2: Colin. Yeah. <laughs> it just is. But it's yeah. a it's a genius move. And if I had the money, I'd set one up here. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. So it was it benefited from not being in a central location where space is at a premium and being able to have. I mean, there were people playing Magic the Gathering and having like
2: their own little thing. My
3: entire row of tables. Was yeah. Magic at the back. Yeah, it was. And
2: there
0: was space for yeah. it.
2: And then yeah. some of the tables were taken up with the lunchtime buffet. Yeah. Yeah. Laid out, and there was the downstairs, the lockers. Oh, having yeah. re- rentable lockers where you rent them for a year yeah where you, you can leave your stuff there your stuff and <laughs> Skip dead, you, <laughs> this,
0: there was plenty of space to put your uh, cards <laughs> around the table and your yeah. bags and stuff and there was loads of scenery yeah. so you actually had proper tables and each each board had a little a little print out that said this is how it should be set up roughly and this is what everything counts as.
3: There were suggestions. There were suggestions. Um, we we, we, we I didn't every game I
0: went. This is what we do. Yeah. And here. we went. Yeah. Yeah, we we, we didn't always
3: because there were some things that we were like that should be hardcover, not softcover. Yeah. And but that's well, fine. That.
0: At least it gives they you were, something. Yeah. Definitely. To, they were to to nice boards.
1: though my first one was the railroad. With the two train lines going either oh, side. I played on that train. That was re- yeah. I, That I really
2: liked. That was that my board. second game, yes. Mm. Yeah. I yes, played on the one did. next to it because there was a second railroad. You don't get to play with the nice railroad. <laughs> yeah. All credit to the organiser whose name escapes me, Joe. Uh, David Brown. Yes. There we go. I was going to say. Because that. we were loading his car up with all that scenery at the end <laughs> of the evening, yeah. those of us that helped, and I don't know how he fitted it all in. I will say board of the day for me was the Dreamer board, which was
1: essentially <laughs> oh, a yes! kid's play map. You remember the ones when you were a child, you got the play mat. and it's got all the little roads mapped out and you take your little toy cars and you make giggling sounds or something because you're smaller.
2: Yeah,
3: they used a permanent marker to mark out a 3x3 three three section of
1: it and then had lots of like... Coloured cubes with letters on and stuff.
3: And all, all your
1: basic toddler toys, and it was for the dreamer. Well, which
0: I was think we walked It's amazing, really, yeah, it was
3: amazing.
2: I think well, your initial reaction was was what the fuck, fuck is that? that? Yes. I genuinely thought they'd run out of terrain. Yeah, and then went,
3: oh no, it's actually quite a thematic, nicely thought out
0: board, and it was themed, weird it for, but the amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little light up MDFM. Yes, yes. <laughs> huge, great, big place. Yep. Lots of space for everyone. Yeah. Um, really smoothly organised. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. It's one of the things that I don't like is when I'm not in charge of organising things, because I want to make sure everything works, and I might get grumpy if it doesn't. All organised. Um, everyone signed up <coughs> in advance on Bag of Tools. Yeah. Uh, which is a I'd never heard of. Which is a really cool website that yeah. l- that organises your tournament for you, and you just put your points in at the end of each game, and then it does all the drawing and stuff for the organiser to, to speed everything up, which is really cool. Yeah, I
3: mean, you can log on as well, you can see your standings, and you yeah. it will tell you what table number you're playing on and who your opponent is, so it made... It mean they didn't have to bother doing that because you just found it online. Yeah, right?
0: although they did, they went through it, but most yes. people were, were already... Yeah, mine didn't
1: work, so they were nice enough to tell me where yeah. I was going.
0: Cool, so we all got paired with people we'd never played before. Yes. So... <laughs> to start one, in round one. Round one. Yeah, okay. So... That's the thing is, is we've we've run tournaments amongst our friends, um, with you know not not official tournaments or anything like that. Um, but this is the first time I'd ever played Malaphobe as a stranger.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that's the same for all of us. Yeah.
0: And I have a thing where sometimes I don't like people. Really. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um. You never would have guessed. No, uh, no and it's no. one of those things that that puts me off. Um, I had lots of bad tournament experience playing Games Workshop games oh, many no. many years ago. Uh, <laughs> no. Last time we tried to get into tournament war gaming was playing Warhammer Hordes or war Machine and Hordes, that was... and that made me want to gouge my own eyes out. As I recall, that not tournament,
1: but just those gaming nights. It we was had, a league, wasn't yeah, it? That that yeah. league actually made us all stop playing. <coughs> I don't think I never played another game again. No, and I don't think you did either, Brian.
0: There were some people that were very. I,
1: I don't think any of us.
0: Did. They weren't. They were to very play. games
1: workshop players.
0: Yes, is what they were. Yeah, and I was a bit <laughs> anxious about playing a game that was even more complicated than a typical games workshop game, mm-hmm. because there's more. Potential for rules, disagreements, rules, lawyering, rules, arguments, um, and that kind of General thing. behaviour. Yes. Mm-hmm. Immediately introduced myself to my opponent, explained I'd never played outside of my own little group before, and it was my first tournament. And the chap couldn't have been lovelier and helped me out and I made a couple mistakes where I did some silly things. And he was like, oh, you don't have to do that. You've done that wrong and let me do it again. And it was an absolutely lovely game. Mm. Um, I played against Tara, who Rob, you've played against me.
2: Yeah,
0: Chris, if you're listening, has played, uh, has played against me. Uh, this is a chap who has been to 10 tournaments. He told me mm. uh, last year and he played Tara on a completely different level that I hadn't seen before and battered me quite thoroughly, and I lost 6-1, but learnt loads. I kind of want to play Tara now, and uh, I've seen exactly what she can do. Yeah, it was a really good game.
3: Yeah, so my round one, I played against I called Richard, who's quite well known. Apparently he's a former Masters player, so one of the better people at the tournament, definitely, if not one of the better people in the country, apparently. I did instantly when I was like... Well, is is he is he good? Have people kind of going, um, yeah, 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 sorry. Like, I know it's first tournament, and
0: um, yeah, well, yeah. it's all done randomly, isn't it? Oh That's yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, but it was that
3: kind of like, oh, this might be a bad introduction for
0: you. Yeah. Um, I mean, the guy I played finished fourth, I think. so nice. So I didn't feel too bad. Um, if you get hammered by someone and then they finish like dead yeah, last, so you feel
3: he really was extra. So you playing Ulix, who I have. Glanced at because Aaron now plays him But haven't ever really paid any attention to any Gremlins Yeah,
0: Aaron's only had a couple games with him Or any
3: attention to Aaron Hi Aaron (laughs) But it turns out a thing that's not good to do with Ulux Is to just summon things and run them at Rasputina Because she'll blow it all off the board and laugh And lose a model and win 7-0 So that that went 8-0 in fact actually That went really well but set me up awfully
0: for the second round. How'd your first game go, Colin?
1: Well, where Joe played a guy that, eh, you know, he's quite good. He tends to finish quite... I I played a guy who is good and does finish quite high, and, well, it it went about as well as I expected it to go. I think I got as far as deploying. I think I moved a couple of models. (laughs) So I was playing Summer who i never even read his rules i had no idea what any of his stuff did i took a quick glance but was too busy crying by that point going i don't know what's going on um lovely man he he, you know he did apologize in advance and going it's okay you'll get a couple of points it was like well this sums it all up for me but you know did you get a couple of points Colin
0: no it's always but I'm getting roughly pounded I do like someone to put their arm around me and tell me it's going to be okay yeah he
1: comforted (laughs) me he did stroke my hair (laughs) at least once so I didn't feel too bad um I proceeded to go well I'll I'll do what morning does best which is try and get as close as possible um knife some things up and see how that goes I didn't make it into combat He, he shot me repeatedly and his other models Froze me in place, taking away my walk and charge actions, so I just kind of stood there for the whole game going, "Ah." It didn't help that I couldn't flip a good card and he couldn't flip a bad card, which is, you know, just luck really when it comes down to it. He took my corpse markers and turned them into exploding pigs that kept doing 4 damage, which is the highest they can do, because Summer apparently has this ability where you can just use a card and all of your models get rams. And he put Rams down, and all of his stuff had ram triggers, and the exploding pigs do max damage on Rams. So it, it, it he just wiped the floor with me. So exploding pigs are good at killing sheep.
2: Yes, it turns out. Ended on seven nil. So I was facing off against May, very different May than I'm used to. And Kang was the only other member of her crew box to show up. Instead, I faced off against a mechanical pork chop, and um, for obvious reasons with the scrap markers a Shadow Emissary, and a Katanaka Crime Boss, which is a model I've never faced and would be quite happy if I never faced him again. We had the first round was Show Them Blood for the strategy. It's one where... Public oh, okay. execution. Public execution, sorry. It's, um, show Blood is the condition that yeah. you score with, but it, only one of you can score from that per turn. And this was also my first game to include Hazardous Terrain, Oh, excellent. I was playing on the Neverborn Return, or Neverborn Revenge board with the crystals. Oh, that's a beautiful board, all
0: board. purple and mushroomy and mm, crystalline.
2: Um, all it's soft cover as well, according to the laminate sheet, So, which is what we stuck with. Makes sense yeah. that the mushroom was only soft cover. Yes, but the, the crystal shards I expected to be hard cover, but they weren't. I yeah. suppose they chip away. It makes there sense. seems to be a lot less mm. hard cover than we tend to use. Yes, very much. I thought... He was wiping the floor with me at several points. The pork chop saved my bacon on one occasion by flipping a ram to attack my Terratop through the hazardous terrain. And because the pork chop has to declare a trigger if able, it removed all scheme markers within three inches of it, and the only one was his. Oh, yeah. which nice. Which cost him a victory point. I managed to score one point from the strategy. Um, I'd also taken Eliminate Leadership managed to get made down to a single wound at the end of the game, which was absolutely infuriating. And then scored another from the final scheme, that one where you need to have two enemy models within three inches of... No, an enemy model within three inches of the scheme marker Yeah. to score a point if they're all on their own. We set the trap. Scored one off that and simultaneously foiled him scoring another one off of it as I ran my primordial magic up the table counted as a um, scheme marker at the end we wound up 4-3 to him Chris who we've mentioned
0: already came with us as well and he also narrowly uh, lost uh, by a single point so at the end of the first round um, Joe you seem to be doing quite well I was third Yes. at the end of the first round <laughs> I yeah. was 23rd and you're you're the most seasoned competitive player amongst us obviously uh, for th- Malifaux you're, you're at the same level but for Everything else. Just generally going
3: to and competing in events.
0: Yeah, and you're probably the one of us, I'd say, that enjoys competitive gaming the most.
3: I enjoy that environment. I like the challenge, yeah.
0: So, yeah, that was kind of expected. Um, (coughs) We all shuffled around, started new games. Um, I ended up... This is what tends to happen to me whenever we've done anything competitive is I do what, what they call submarining, where I sink to the bottom of the pool And then I slowly float up. (laughs) Because I lost quite heavily. I played a chap who also lost quite heavily. And it turned out it was only his second or third game of Malifaux ever. Uh, Playing against Seamus. Seamus? Yeah. I like Seamus. And so it was now my turn to be the one sort of being helpful and suggesting things.
1: So you wiped the floor with
0: him. I won 7-3. Okay. Because um, you suggested he put all those things
3: in the corner and stay there defensively because it means
0: nothing will die. And everyone lines up for blasts from Sonia. Yes. Uh no, I didn't I didn't do that. I think I was I was nice, but it's not for me to say. <laughs> um
2: didn't you um, point out a few things and suggest you sort of take moves back and do something? Yeah, like so that?
0: there are a couple of times where yeah, he moved awesome. a few little bits over and then wanted to say, shoot into a combat. Not realising that because he had the gun icon on on the attack, that it had randomised and he was much more likely to hit his own stuff. And it was like, oh, I shouldn't do that. then. I was like, well, go back to the beginning. You can activate something else if you want, because you know, there's no point being super horrible about these things. I'm, you I'm can happy put some to off. do
1: it as long as cards haven't been flipped.
0: Yeah. If cards yeah. have been flipped, then it well, becomes
1: that, a bit more set.
0: But... Yeah, it's trickier if once cards have been flipped. But you know, it was still a it was still a nice game. We had a bit of a bit of a chat as we were we were playing. I used. Um, Dr Dr. Grimwell who ran in gathered lots of intel because that's what we were trying to do yeah. so gather intel on the other, other models and I don't think he made a single attack or game Cool. Uh, but he's so quick got yeah, nimble I, f- I forgot he got nimble I'm not used to quick models in uh, in Guild so he was actually quite a nice little, uh, little option you're welcome yeah <laughs> uh, and I didn't rush I rushed forward a bit too much against Tara and kind of got caught up but yeah, that was a that was a fun game from my perspective at least. Sorry if you didn't enjoy it out there.
3: Cool. So my round two, um, <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> I ended up playing the guy that hammered Colin. Yes. Because we both won in quite a convincing fashion. Me and Colin discussed what had happened in his game um, because we had the first game and then we had lunch. So yeah. Quite a good chance. To nice buffet lunch
0: by well, the way. It was, it was very, all right. Yeah. Good. There was um, fruit and vegetables yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it was impressed as a man who is trying not to be as fat as he currently is Mm. um
3: yeah like we we went through about how it does lots of shooting so i was like oh i'm really glad i put snowstorm in there with his bulletproofness
1: lots of summoning
3: lots of summoning which i was hoping might be okay lots of exploding pigs i didn't have a single exploding pig in my game did you not no lucky you i tried to be a little bit more sensible i guess because um, he did say you ran it in and were very aggressive. So I tried to hold back a bit, tried to keep Snow in cover, but I, so I could channel through and get blasts. Cards didn't land when I needed them to. And it wasn't a particularly high kill game, but nothing really went my way. It was a lot closer, apparently, than your game, but, but- I ended up with the same score, and I got beaten uh, 7-0. Feeling massively out of my depth.
0: You flew too close to the sun. I sunk to the bottom and gradually rose. You got way too high. Your your wings melted and you plummeted back to earth.
3: Yes. Um, don't attach wings with ice. That's about <laughs> I um, yeah, I, I mean it, it was it was a fantastic game because I learnt a lot. Yeah. Um, and like Colin said, the guy the guy was nice to play with. He quickly realised that we could have a bit of a joke, which was fine. It was good, it was good. Yeah. I learnt a lot and I feel that I am a better player for getting
1: absolutely
0: smashed. Yes. It's about time. Yeah. That's why I'm so yeah, good well now, because I used to lose so much. That's what it is. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. In my second game, I played a guy that had been slapped around quite brutally by in his first game. So uh, he, I was playing the Outcasts. I have no idea who the Master is.
0: Were there two of them?
1: Was one of them kneeling down? Were they punky women? That no, there was no? only one. And then there was a couple of ronin. And, well, to be honest, this is This kind of
0: how it explains what it went. Just for people at home, we said, remember what happens during the day? Because we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Well,
1: I remember what happens. I just didn't care long enough <laughs> to get the names of my
0: victims. OK, what did the master do? Uh, nothing. OK. Uh,
1: because, unfortunately, I did try and explain. Sounds like Parker. He'd never played McMorning before. And I did briefly explain and go, don't go near him at which point he proceeded to charge halfway across the board at me so his master walked up to me and you know got ready for the charge next turn and my McMorning ran in and stabbed him to death and so I don't know what the master did he didn't have time to do anything um fair enough it ended fairly close we ended up in quite a nasty fight Taylor kept killing my constructs Mm. but I just kept Summoning more.
2: Oh, gods! <laughs> um, yeah. Taylor, good against constructs and summoning. Yeah. How did you survive? Uh, because unfortunately, every
1: time yeah, she was activating, she was taking all that poison damage, so I let her murder my constructs while I just jabbed her with a pen repeatedly until she died of blood poisoning. Yeah. Because it's a funny thing to do.
0: We you had a very similar game when I played you against your Seamus.
1: Yes, where Taylor managed
0: to hold your entire army up, army up in, in one tiny corner of the board for yeah. about two turns. Um,
1: his hardest models ran at McMorning and all got murdered, so McMorning did his job perfectly. Um, it was just the rest of the stuff that I had to wear down. It was a lot closer than it looked, because although I seemed to be dominating all his models, he was holding me up and stopping me getting yeah. schemes and strategies, and so we ended on a 5-4 win to me. Which I was fairly happy with, Um, right in the centre of the board was hazardous terrain, so we were taking quite a lot of damage trying to put schemes down, but my ability to keep stuff healed. Um, Upsettingly, I took (coughs) the niece for the second game because she can remove conditions, and that would be really good for the intel, and well, he had a model that ignores incorporeal, so she died before doing anything. I have no idea what she does. I'll I'll let you know if she's any good one day. By four, I I didn't so much as rise from the depths as kind of glugged a little bit and, and, you know, glanced at. You could see the sunlight at the I could see the sunlight through the water,
0: but I was. Did you have like a a hollowed out reed just poking up and you could just taste air as long as you concentrated?
2: Yes, but Joe had his thumb over it the entire Um, time until he
1: then sank to the bottom with me, so it was
2: fine. (laughs) (laughs) I played my second game on the railroad board that we've mentioned I love that board and yeah. I played against someone else who'd only lost by a point I got to play Chris hi Chris <laughs> yay for not yeah. playing people yeah. we know
0: yeah, and yeah so he travelled an hour and a half to play someone that you played loads of games against yes
2: you? Yeah. I dread to think how many hours he'd travelled oh a million yeah and he was fi- he was fielding May as he had before <laughs> but this time May is the arcanist. okay which was an excuse to take not Joss Alexei Sokolov um, who is the alternate Joss oh, model? Yeah, I um, got really
0: excited the other day looking through Arcanist models on the new app and went, "Ooh, this guy looks really good!" I have not heard of.
2: Oh, it's Joss. <laughs> <it's laughs> really <right>. uh, <laughs> Yeah, really appealed. I have to say, the model I felt was a disappointment. It's I, just standing there statically. I think it's nicer than Joss. I'm not so sure. Joss no, no. at least has movement. Joss
0: looks like um, a Goliath from Necromunda that got lost.
2: Yeah, so he was fielding not Joss, he had Angelica, a um, Soulstone Miner. So obviously, I knew he was going to take the um, scheme for dropping scheme markers in the corners. Yeah. Because when you deploy that at the end of the first turn and just have to be six inches away from enemy model or deployment zone. Yeah. but oh, I did have to remind him. Anyway, I'm going to deploy it. Yeah. I'll deploy it into combat with your Terratot. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> but uh, didn't stop him killing my Terratot. Good. It's a a
0: child infanticide!
2: I made it a sucker, so it got me two victory points.
1: Excellent.
2: As I ran it down the flank as a decoy, trying to make him think I was trying to score the corners. Yeah, I I did a very similar thing in my game. I
3: I tried, and he went, that's further forward than everything else, and just went, that's also in the pool, so killed nothing.
2: Yeah. To my shame, those two points are all I scored. Yeah. As I kept making mistake after mistake. It started with my little layout deploying the Black Blood Shaman in base-to-base contact with both Bad Juju and the Doppelganger. First activation was to give them both Black Blood. Good idea. Except the Black Blood Shaman flipped the Red Joker for damage when hitting the Doppelganger <laughs> oh, no. on a double negative flip. Oh, no. Which, looking back in the rules now, it says the Red Joker may be taken even during a neg- double negative flip. So I don't think I had to do four damage to her and take most of her wounds away. I would say not. No. No, but at the time, mm. Chris, made, Chris said you did, and the chap walking by, who was helping out the organising... Agreed. ...was agreeing. In, in all so fairness, was,
3: that happened in my second game as well, when he was trying to summon off some stuff. and You he shouldn't be able to summon
2: is. Doppelgangers into Arcanist or other films no, like no,
3: that. No, <laughs> no, 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 but he... he, he flipped double negative on a relent to, to do a thing and um, murdered one of his friends. I, the- I, I
1: assumed it was the same. Uh, it's, a, it's a good thing you used to be a joker because it flipped up. Um, I, I did the same yeah. with a nurse. I stabbed my own thing and did not a lot of damage, One, but, yeah, but that's, that's a lot for
0: a nurse, and it was a waste of the Red Joker. Don't know if you know much about nurses. They're not normally supposed to do damage.
2: <laughs> nah,
0: they do poison the crap out of The NHS them. will strike them off.
2: My cunning plan, <laughs> mentioned earlier, was to use the doppelganger to mimic the Primordial Magic's Nullify attack, yep. and therefore make half of his crew unable to interact for the rest yes. of the game. I made not-Joss uninteractable for three turns and that was the sum total of how much that achieved. I kept losing track of who he hadn't hadn't activated. I right. like to blame Angelica and her pushes moving Kang around. Mm. But I'd keep moving models into air, into areas thinking they're safe and then you'd move over and interact and I think it's twice we were at even level with numbers. Yeah. yeah. With the condition and I'm going, okay we're safe and I'll move that to there now it's it's safe. Nothing can get it. Oh no wait, he's interacted, he wins it again. Right down to the very last bit as we are given the 10-minute warning just as we're finishing up turn four. And we're told, don't start another round, another turn. And I go, OK, then I can move the back Blood Shaman to here. No, Kang hadn't activated. So he went and I handed him yet another victory point And we finished a two. Time was up. And that was the first time it actually felt really to me like a tournament game. I hadn't felt the pressure so much in the first one after it got yeah. over my nerves. Oh, sad. Yeah. But yeah, that point, <laughs> I went. Oh, I wish I'd played faster. Yeah. yeah. We'd all kind of met.
0: Me and Joe, we'd kind of met in the middle,
2: winning yeah, the loss, yeah.
0: uh, along with Chris, and then you two were sinking fast. I clawed a point back. Oh, no, you, you'd met us in the middle, and Rob, you were, you were I was, sinking. I was, I was sinking. You I were still on minus that. six, but I clawed yes. a point
1: back from my minus seven. Yeah.
0: So the, the the final round then, the strategy was. Ours. Uh, ours, which is Claiming Table Quarters.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I decided...
1: I'd like to point out, just because this is definitely important for when it comes to me, it was Claiming Table Quarters Summoned Models Did Not Count Towards This.
0: Yes, I was summoning as well, uh,
2: the occasional Witch stalker. so... I left my terratot out and went, no, I won't bother with growing stuff. Yeah. yeah. I planned to keep it in for scheme running, but didn't need to with the scheme pool we got. Yeah. Um, I think I... Uh, I think
0: I went with dig their graves because it was the simplest thing on Yeah the board, and something else. It was guarded treasure. Ah, uh, guarded treasure. Yes, guarded treasure. I wish I'd taken that because if I hadn't, if I didn't dig the graves and claim the scheme marker, it'd still be sat there for guarded treasure. That was my plan, yeah. and I decided to take all the models I hadn't used yet, which was Samale and the Purifying Flame, and then decided the Witchling ha- Handler had. I'd done enough work for the day um,
3: enough,
0: Yeah, and I could use the stalkers to then for the thralls to kind of join contour on their chains and kind of close the distance really quickly and then kind of guard the centre line, that's kind of my plan. Playing against Mei Fang, the same player that you played in your first game, yeah, yeah. that was a very, very close game. Very, very close game. Very, very, um, very tight. Nearly killed lots of his stuff. And then Terracotta Warriors are amazing, for those of you that don't know. Um, kept lots of stuff, uh, lots Didn't of his models alive. Do very
2: much. They have just gone up a point, haven't they, in the errata?
0: I think so, yeah. Before. But I think we were both starting to suffer a bit from malafoe brain, fatigue, last game. Um, and fortunately for me, I think it hindered his play more than mine. Kept feeding me kaimainu, kept sending them in mm. um, and throwing them at me. A guardian, <laughs> lion, dog,
2: spirit things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, which are quite nasty, quite mobile. They can sort of teleport around and, and all sorts of things. Um, but I kept setting them on fire and then murdering them um, with their graves already dug and then chucking them in there. Um, and the game finished 4 3. But I exactly think how he beat me. I think the mistake that, that he made was that he managed to accidentally pick a scheme that he couldn't actually score. Oops. Yeah, which required a certain number of soulstones worth of minions. Um, and he didn't oh, realise public now, demonstration. Yeah, now he did say that to me in the second turn and I, I just said, Well, do you want to pick a different one and just use it next turn? But he was very kind, he's like, No. I've made the choice. I've made a mistake. Um, so I think if he had Obviously. something else that he could have scored, mm. it would have been even closer. And it came down to... Um, it was... I, I'd miscalculated. I thought I was winning, but I was going to win by more. But I'd miscalculated where the table quarters were. And, mm. But I'd managed to put Sonia on the line and thus wasn't claiming my second table quarter. Um, but I'd managed to... Samael, who did quite well, actually, shot a load of staff, Um Ran and dumped a scheme marker and the Witchling thrall turned round and punched the commander and finished it off. Because they're a real pain because they have hard to kill. And so I kept almost killing them and then having to drop scheme markers nearby. Uh, But he did drop the scheme marker that was then the grave for the Kamainu oh, that got nice me the me point yeah. don't, don't grave. the synergy there is amazing yes. you drop the thing within four and then it kills the thing and then you get to put it in that grave and it's all good Yeah, so works. yes Witchling Thralls are amazing uh, so I finish with two wins and a loss and a grand total overall of a sort of net victory point balance goal difference if you like of zero exactly Yay. zero
3: <laughs> so I went into my third game against Molly yeah, another master I've not played against. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like, okay, she's going to summon. There were models in there that I have played against. She was using uh, Madame Sabelle. Oh, really? Yeah, because Molly is uh, Belle. Uh, there's a rogue necromancy and some other bits. Kind of going, right, okay. To be honest, at this point, I'm focusing more on the fact that the board had this giant walkway system across nearly all of it.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a very unusual board. i yeah. going...
1: Uh, elevated terrain is weird, and especially in Malifaux, it's not designed. for... No, it's, de- the, it's the
0: rules
2: are odd. Oh, um, my nephilim love it.
0: I'm sure your nephilim yeah, love it. Uh, the rest of
2: us,
3: to be honest, the way that it's it's played, it would seem, um, actually doesn't make it that difficult. Okay. That games are fine, but yeah, it was it, that kind of threw me a little bit. So I thought, right, I'll just go and establish the high ground and murder everything with magic if it comes near me. Yeah, seemed good. Didn't realise that the the, um, the frequency Molly can vomit models at you. Yeah. God, that um, that caused some problems. <laughs> really nice guy, to be honest. Um, we were having a laugh. All of his things had adjectives attached to them. Yeah. Which was the, the wonderful bell and the, the transfixing this <laughs> as he was going through his crew. And I was like, ah, oh. it's Rasputina. <laughs> <laughs> She's cold. Um, <laughs> Ice josh storm just. snowstorm. <laughs> It's also cold. (laughs) Yeah, it was a really good game. It was really close. I made a couple of stupid mistakes because you can't claim table quarters if you're within six inches of the centre. And even though our lovely map we were playing on had a nice six-inch circle in the centre mapped out on it, so it's quite easy to figure that out. As I stuck to the higher up, I crossed the line um, with Rasputin at one point point, denying myself a table quarter, which was dumb. Got myself bogged down in combat, which I shouldn't have done, should have remembered to do things slightly differently in a few places. Yeah. I was just tired of making mistakes against something yeah. I wasn't prepared for. Completely took the wrong schemes as well. I took um guarded treasure and shouldn't have I should have just taken something else. Because... Yeah. yeah, but I, I it was I lost by a point. And yeah, it was it was close, it was good fun. Again, it was a learning experience for sure. Um, and so I ended up the day with one win, two losses, and an overall victory point difference of zero. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yeah Anyone that can
2: score zero is doing better than me. Excellent, this is not going to go well then. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, so, I would just like <laughs> to take this point to laugh at Colin, um, yeah. because... He, a second ago, people might have heard, mocked me for my round two loss, which is yep. the same as his round one loss in points and opponent. Um, and Colin then had the joy of playing the guy I played in game one. Yeah. Well, I won 8-0. Yeah. How'd that go for you, Colin? Well,
1: <laughs> here's what Not happened. Not that went. Well. <laughs> From what He he still had Ulix, obviously, and his original first game strategy of running at the opponent and summoning and then getting blown up by Joe because that's really not what the strategy and schemes entailed kind of worked in the third game because that's exactly what you wanted to do. Um, he did play into my hands a little bit because what I decided to do was I took the Kentari so I could ride McMorning around the board to claim table quarters and what I thought I'd do is pull him into the centre of the board denying most of the victory points for both of us keep a couple of things back to claim my table quarters and then just bog him down in combat for the rest of the game which he just kind of charged and summoned pigs at me where it all went horribly horribly wrong is a I forgot one of the schemes I took until the last turn of the game which was Gravedigger. Ah, oh, okay. Um, which I should have been doing and would have been really good at because McMorning has a zero action that allows models to drop scheme markers. Yeah. It's not an interact action, so and I was murdering enough that I could just drop scheme markers and then yeah. kill stuff. So you should have
0: got three points out of I
1: should have easily got three points because McMorning by himself was murdering everything in sight. Yeah. I took public demonstration. Which was, you needed at least 15 points of minions spread over three models. And at the end of any turn, if you were, these models were in, I think it was four inches of a master or a henchman, you got a point for each one that was close enough. I got two points out of it because I accidentally allowed. His henchman, who was that martial pig guy. Old oh, Major. Old Major. I allowed Major, Old Major to reactivate, and he killed my third model. That was dumb, Colin. Yeah. But I did it for a very good reason. You're dumb. I wanted a dog, and he wanted a pig, and I wanted a dog first. So I used my last card. But he then ended up using his last cards on Major, which allowed my models to reactively it got very
0: weird right? um, it was and like a complicated
1: game it was actually probably the the most fun i had gaming wise um in your life in my life of for the day it ended with a a five four loss to <sighs> me if i'd done the game properly i probably should have won but yeah. we i mean to be fair i'm sure there's things he could have done cuz he was very tired as well when we were both just kind of flailing. What I did enjoy is by the end of the game pretty much all we had left was summoned models. <laughs> Most of our original army was dead and we had models that didn't count for table quarters and we were just essentially flailing at one another <laughs> sacrificing models and then repeating until the game ended. But it was very enjoyable uh, fuck pigs. Yes. No. That's
0: Like all
3: good Tories before you. <laughs> yes.
0: So you ended up, do you know what your goal difference was yes (laughs) what was it it was
1: come on I know maths is hard Colin it it,
3: it is
2: hard it was it was minus seven my final game then was downstairs against a chap called um, Pete he was fielding Hoffman so every one of my games was against a master I own well, well that that's an advantage fielded. then because I played yes. I
0: played three masters I've played against before. Yeah, you played Joe, you played three you'd never seen yeah. and Colin.
1: I played one I didn't know what it did cuz it died and two were <laughs> gremlins who I'd never seen before. Yeah, yeah, so you
0: same as me, three you'd never seen. Yeah,
1: it yeah. was it was it was scary.
0: You might have seen the one that died before.
1: I probably have. I think <laughs> I recognized
0: the model but it just
2: it just fell over. <laughs> I found it very easy to lose while fielding Hoffman. So I lost the flip for deployment, and that again counted in my favour. I took a corner that really left him only one side, to de- well, one of two sides of a church to deploy on, and he picked the side I wouldn't of. Um, Hoffman's crew all ended up getting rather bundled up. Mm, they need to be close to Hoffman for him to do all his dilding, don't they? Yeah. And Pete did really well. I've never been able to get the tone triggers. As it sounds, for the to repeat the power loop, yeah, with that trigger, so he was getting it done quite. But I think he focused on that too much, much like I've done in the past. Yeah, um, he gave nimble to the watcher, where I would have given it to Ryle, particularly since I later discovered he was wanting to. He'd taken vendetta against Barbaros, and they were on opposite sides of the table for yeah. the entire game. It's really if you
0: that's a vendetta is really good if you get to deploy second, mm. which he did. Okay, so you should be able to put him nearby.
2: Should be fine. But he kept everyone together, so it's power loop, and that meant they were further away yeah. than they wanted to be. Yeah, I'd also taken vendetta. I decided my mature nephilim had a beef with his peacekeeper on the grounds it was yeah a peacekeeper. Uh, they're like the traffic I've never marlots. faced a Peacekeeper before. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot smaller than I was expecting from the renders I've seen. But I was looking around and going, mature Nephilim will kill virtually anything. Has he got anything that's 11 points or more? Yeah. Yes, he's got that. Right, okay, there we go. Do that. And so I flew around on the rooftops for three turns, ignoring the terrain that was keeping him bottled. Blocking him in with Illusory Forests and slowing him down with the Waldgeist Germinate. Three turns of attempting to pull the Peacekeeper through a building using um, (laughs) Tangle Shadows. (laughs) Lilith's ability that I've never used until that day. And used, I think, seven, eight times over the course of the day. Cool. But yeah, I finally managed to um, pull the Peacekeeper in the Mature Nephilim after wasting a turn being slowed. Charged in, ate it in a single round of combat. It scored me three points there. Meanwhile, I should have taken guarded treasure because I decoyed with that rather than having to take hold up their forces. Yeah, I'd held up their forces beautifully, but never with just a single model. Yeah, usually with markers. Yeah. If I'd got guarded treasure, I'd have got another two victory points more. Instead, I took hold their forces and scored zero on it. Ouch. I managed to win three of the four scoring rounds for hours, again, by having bottled him up and basically blocked him in his own corner. Lilith and the mature Nephilim spent most of the game in the middle, in that central circle, at six-inch radius, so weren't helping much. Again, by pushing him back, moving him, kept him in his one-quarter. We ended up with very little left. Hoffman spent the last turn paralysed. Yes, yes, I paralysed the disabled master. <laughs> 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 I'm a bad man, this is known. Kicked his crutch away. <clears throat> yeah. And we finished with my w- my one win of the tournament. Uh, grand score of 6-1, meaning my overall VP difference was minus two. Mm. Oh, and I sucked. Leaving me yeah, your... <clears throat>
0: So that leaves you, Colin, in 30th place. I'll
2: have you know
0: of
1: it 40th. was 30th place, yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah left me at 27th 27th with the, um, with Chris at 26th <laughs> also on a minus 2 VP difference oh. but he'd scored 15 4 and 17 against
3: right
2: yeah. even I was if, 11 if you were 15 even if you guys had
3: scored the same he would have placed higher because he beat you yeah, yes. yeah. Um, so yeah that is that is unfortunate yeah. So
0: a single victory point would have. I...
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Believe I ended up twenty fourth.
1: Yeah. I think. Poor yes. showing when you yes. started third. I mean. Yeah, you okay. yeah, no, yeah. No, I, went, I I, peaked far too early. Yeah. Um, you made yourself out to be a good player and then and then got trounced.
0: And I finished a glorious seventeenth, top at the top half of the table. Yeah. Um, and the second highest placed guild player on the day. Which Yay. I was quite chuffed with. Oh,
1: awesome.
0: um, annoyingly, there were any prizes for the top ranked for each faction, yeah. so I didn't get any uh, any shiny toys. The Rezzers you were almost like the top reser player anyway, Colin. There were like hundreds of you, and and everyone did really badly, which was really. <laughs> yeah. Most of
2: them called Colin. Yeah, there were like seven Collins along at yeah. this tournament. That, like Forty that, people. You'd not expect upset. a lot of Daves to have
0: fallen off the Davin tree. Yeah. yeah. I oh. oh God,
1: I, I don't like there being multiple Collins. No. I'm not used to hearing multiple Colin, so when someone says Colin, I just presume it's me. So I, I, I was uh,
0: quite chuffed. Um, king of the twits. Yes, king of the twits. Uh, Make me a crown. Um, we also all got a raffle ticket. We did for taking part. You got a raffle ticket for putting a model in the paint competition. Late, I yes. should have had
2: a second raffle ticket, <laughs> but Colin ruined that. Yeah. So I... Chris entered his mate. Yeah, it's a very
1: nice model. I voted for it. You're welcome, Chris. Mm. We didn't win, but I voted for it. You voted for you as well, if you didn't win. No, you're not. I'd vote for yourself. Yeah. The the only reason I voted for myself is it was like, well, it doesn't matter. That guy's won because, to be fair, the, the, the Yan Lo model was very, very stunning with very intricate patterns. And I went, well, I don't know how many people are left to vote. He said most of them are done. And I won at least one vote, so I voted for myself.
2: I voted you were the, for Jan for, for Yan voted.
1: <laughs> I was. So I, I don't feel bad for doing it, cause it kind of <laughs> was like, well, I might as well
0: have one. I right. voted for you, Chris, and Jan Lowe, in yeah. that order. Yeah, that yeah me too. I put, put you first, simply because you'd entered late and, and I thought you might see so that's what I
1: thought I could yeah, take yeah, you yeah, know yeah, now <laughs> if I if, if that had got me the victory I would have gone i to be honest I cheated no, so you wouldn't have taken the prize and licked it mate I would have beaten his mum to death with it You know, yes. the guy that lost because of me I would have like I cheated and now I've killed your mum
0: <laughs> <laughs> two of you won three, three of you won prize no two no. of you no
1: one
3: I got one, Chris got one in yeah. on the raffle There was Me. some really nice stuff there like All the mystery
0: boxes and some translucent yeah, plastics yeah. And that was a, a Ferrero Rocher. Rocher Giant egg Yeah. Um, there,
3: there was some cool stuff there um, There wasn't. By the time my number came up There wasn't much left no. So I ended up getting Colin A shiny Seamus card
1: I do like winning when I don't Chris got <laughs> the
0: shiny Mayfeng card yeah, as well He did. Um, and we all got a Gilder Taking part, I did and an embossed troubleshooters three. I claimed yours. Um, Remember in the be beginning better.
3: when when you kind of looked confused and I went, put it in my bag for safekeeping. You just went,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was I, I awake at this I point? No, I've got time. Oh, those this. kind of things.
3: The little joke of the guild
0: is that you can yeah. exchange for cool stuff. Oh, I yeah.
3: forgot about that. Because I convinced you to put it in my bag, which is the same as your bag. It probably didn't take mine much.
1: Was safer. It probably didn't take much convincing, to be fair. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I didn't do, do this and you did. Yeah. But it's mine now. And Joe had given you a card.
1: Yeah. He did give me a card.
3: That's a fair trade. That's true.
0: And we also got the troubleshooters three. Um... Blast marker.
2: We did. Which Isn't is. that
0: what it's for? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I a ring one, so you, noticed so you can actually put it over... It's the, that, yeah.
1: It's a 50 mil. Oh, see, I glass. tried to shove my poker chip into it. I've been <laughs> thinking the 2 connected, and that, that's when you told me to <laughs> put it is in why your we bag. we can't have
3: nice
2: things. <laughs> well,
1: that's at the point, because I thought you saw me doing that, and that's why you went and put it in my bag. It, well, that you, is one of the reasons. I, I thought you you'd break one
3: of yeah.
2: them. Yeah. You see, I measured it, and went, oh, it's 50 mil. and it's got that 30 mil hole in the middle. That's for marking when your master becomes an avatar and goes up to a 50 mil base?
1: Uh, uh, that could you work. Could use Not that we've there. used
2: the avatar rules.
3: At all. Ever. Uh, no, no, no could, we, yeah. we, we were going to and then realised how silly it would be and stopped playing.
0: Yes. Well,
2: we, yeah, we had the cards for shifting loyalties. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I had a great time. My fears were completely unfounded. My anxiety was completely unfounded.
2: And I want to go again. I wanted to go the very next day. No, there was a stop that day. I just I wanted it to be three days long and yeah. skip work. Yeah.
3: Well, there's there is one in
1: um, just before Easter that I think we're going to planning to go to. Yes, yes. I enjoyed myself. It's
0: a lot. fixed faction tournament. Yes,
1: so different masters. We can well,
3: you take. you've got you declare your faction, and you have access to whatever you want from that faction that you own. For each game, Ooh, cool. so you could play Seamus round one, McMorning round two, and Nicodem round three yeah, if you wanted. That would
2: really slow me down. I think I'd just take two masters along with. And I would I them would come up with two lists that Work. I felt
3: were good. Yeah. Um, probably Marcus and Sandeep to go look at my higher up
0: goals. I'd kind of go if something's really killy, this is what I'll take. If something's really schemy, yeah. this is what I'll take. Yeah, and kind of yeah. have the two. A middle option might be good. But... Uh, to
3: be honest, I oh, I didn't I didn't I did say to people earlier. Um, I I was the seventy stones thing. Did <laughs> I didn't like that much. Okay. Um. Purely because there were points where I'd be like, oh, I'd love to be able to just slot this model in or this upgrade. Yeah. Taking the, the summoning upgrade and summoning nothing all day was a mistake. I should have taken the December's uh, December's Pawn that allowed you to check out the Black Joker as the Red Joker. Yeah. Because in my second two games, Rasputina herself flipped the Black Joker five times. <laughs> nice. Which would have been five reds and completely swung everything in my favour. Yeah. yeah and so that was
0: sad yeah I, I liked it because it meant I wasn't trying to work out what I was going to going to hire yeah. for more than about three minutes yeah, yeah, three each, yeah.
2: decision paralysis um, yeah what do I want from all my many Neverborn
0: yes yeah so I, I was quite happy with uh, with that and it kind of limited it and everyone's in the same position but
3: limited ma- fixed master I'm okay with I would just rather have access to a bit more of the pool yeah or even just, a slight, even just double the pool so if it's forty-five games, have ninety rather than the seventy. So you could yeah. basically take two lists if you wanted. Yeah, um, would have been nice, but it it is what it is.
0: It was good. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. So hopefully we'll be able to see people um, at the next one.
3: Yeah. If exactly. they're about,
0: um, let us know if you're going to be there. Uh, let us know what you think of our lists. Um, how could you have improved the others' lists to make them as good at Malifaux as I am?
1: Uh, Flipping good cards.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back with another Malifaux podcast soon because we're going to talk about GG 2018 in a bit more detail once once we've played a a couple more games, even if it's just to make sure we've had a game of each strategy. so
3: excited for the the other two strategies. Symbols mm -hmm. of
2: authority looks fun.
0: Yes. as does the wagons. So let us know what you think. Again, tips for the other three on what they should have done better. That'd be great. Great fleet receipt. I might want to take a picture of your face <laughs> just to be the image, the thumbnail for the podcast. You don't advise it's
2: just a lynch, Brian. That's an obvious one. That, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. We don't um, have an organiser. But yeah, it'd be cool to
0: hear from people. And if if you were there, if you played, if you you know, if you played, if you remember to say hello, differently. yeah, <laughs> if you like, that's not what happened. Then please correct us. Colin with... is a
3: liar. He's just bad at Malifaux yeah. and maths and words and interacting oh. with other human beings. We're old and
0: infirm, and our memories are failing us. They're not as good as they used to be. Thank you very much uh, for listening. If you enjoyed this, please. Subscribe and leave us a review at your favourite podcast place. That would be amazing because it helps people find us. Um, if you're feeling really generous, um, please head over to YouTube and subscribe because they want to take away all our money if we don't have enough subscribers. Those bastards. Um, yeah. we don't have any, but those bastards. And although it's not a lot of money what we make, it's kind of a kick in the teeth after you've made like 200 videos for something and then they tell you you're not good enough to play anymore. it's a bit bit rubbish so we'd really appreciate if people could help us out if you really
3: want to help out um, sign up all of your pets and make them subscribe as well that'd be brilliant yeah we're okay with having a small badger army (laughs) following us I I, I love a badger army
0: I've been Brian Ennis
1: I've been Joe Lewin
0: I've been Colin Howard and I've been Rob and we can't end a podcast so until next time goodbye Bye.
1: bye
0: say goodbye Joe No!
1: (laughs) I don't think all of Hitler's ideas were terrible.